My name's Austin, and this is Flashpoint, the art and science of your big breakthrough. If you believe that you were meant to break through and thrive in your life and your business, then this is the podcast for you. Is there a moment when success happens? Is there a recipe that creates your big breakthrough? We're going to answer those questions and many more on the brand new podcast and TV show based on the upcoming book called Flashpoint, the art and science of your big breakthrough. May 29th, 2020, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is the time of this recording. However, if we go back in time, 1953, May 29th at 11.30 a.m. local time, Sir Edmund Hillary and Tenzig Norgay summited the largest mountain on the planet. Mount Everest was finally summited in 1953. What does that have to do with you? Today, I want to talk about embracing risk. How to effectively embrace risk while pursuing your breakthrough. And based on this historic event that happened on this day in history, I want to use parts of this story to convey how you can embrace risk through the lens of Flashpoint, the art and science of your big breakthrough. Now, certainly there's many opinions and things that you can find out there on risk. I want to hit on a few key points today that I believe will make all the difference. And if you didn't know all the other stuff, the items items I'm going to talk about today can help you get there in and of themselves. So let's jump in. There are three keys that I want to discuss today. Three keys that can help you embrace risk. And let me just give another layer of context to make this relevant to you. And as we're talking about the summoning of Mount Everest back in 1953, we are in uncertain times. Many of you that are going to hear my voice are dealing with high levels of uncertainty and you're not sure what to do next. And your breakthrough may seem very far away, but your breakthrough might be right around the corner. And as long as you keep going, you might end up 50 feet from your breakthrough. And that'll make sense more later. So let's get into it. Embracing risk in uncertain times. What is the most important thing you can do? What is the single most important thing that you can do to mitigate the feelings of uncertainty and to mitigate the risk? Now, again, there'll be many opinions on this, but let me start with point number one. Point number one is team and support. Whenever you set out to do anything, weather the storm, go through uncertain times, go after your big breakthrough, you inevitably are going to deal with high levels of risk. It's all relative to what you're trying to achieve, but let me, let me give you some more context on why this is relevant. When Sir Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay summited 
Mount Everest in 1953, what you don't hear about is that there were 400 people that were actively involved in the expedition. What you don't hear about that Nepal only allowed one expedition per year. What you don't hear about that there was another 300 men involved or I think it was more like 600 men that were involved in bringing loads of gear up the mountain so that they had the proper resources, they had the proper supplies. So all in all, it's estimated that there was 700 people involved in the summit of Everest back in 1953. You don't hear that, right? You, you hear that Sir, you might, you might not even know Sir Edmund Hillary, but most of you know will know that Sir Edmund Hillary is the one who summited Mount Everest. That didn't happen by accident. However, th there's an element of uncertainty here, and I'm going to get deeper into this. So number one, team and support is the first thing. That I, it's the first thing that you want to do when you're going out to do anything breakthrough, ride on certain times, you must have a team. I know for me that I struggled a lot when I tried to do it my own. Yes, I got results, but I fell down a lot because I didn't get the right team. So this is, I really want to drive this home. And let me just give you some other context. I'm going to pull from another story. You may not know this, but when we put a man on the moon, there was an estimated 400,000 people involved in that expedition. So the greater the thing you're going to achieve, it could be the larger the number of the team or the more proficient the people that you have. But in the moon expedition, you're talking about engineers, scientists, you're talking about the brightest minds on the planet that were involved in that. And there were still 400,000 people involved. So you can only imagine like what that what that took, right? So let's bring it back here to your world. Who is on your team? <laughs> You're like, I don't even have a team. Or I may, may have a couple people I reach out to. Well, listen, that's number one. You got to get a team together. Put a team together. If you don't have a team, go find a team. We're, we're building a team here at Flashpoint. We have people that can help you get to what you need. So definitely reach out if that's appropriate for you. The second thing involved, the second thing involved to mitigate risk or reduce uncertainty is planning. We've all heard, well, maybe not we've all, but a lot of us have heard the 6P principle, right? Proper prior planning prevents poor performance. I want to drop a major asterisk in here. And the major asterisk is this. If you become hyper-focused on the planning, you will lose the most important factor. So planning is important. Planning, taking time to create a map. Do you think they had a map when they went to climb Mount Everest? You better believe they did. But did they come across areas that they had never seen before? 
Yes, absolutely. And as a matter of fact, when they summited, it had never been summited before. They had to cut a path. So this leads me into number three. Flexibility. You must be flexible. Bruce Lee says, be like water. And I'm going to give you some context on how important this is. The expedition, the British expedition in 1953 that ultimately summited Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay was a bit of a surprise. What do I mean? Well, here's the bottom line. Edmund Hillary, which is now Sir Edmund Hillary, is not, was not the first choice. There was another gentleman, another two gentlemen that were chosen first, but because the weather came in, they had to pull back and they had some uh, problems with their oxygen. They had to pull back. Then they called on Sir Edmund Hillary. But earlier on in the journey, there were some things that Sir Edmund Hillary did that made him a top choice. There were some things he did in his journey that ensured he would be one of the top considerations. So it wasn't completely by accident. But here's the other thing I want to point out in this amazing story, and there's more layers to it. I'm just hitting on. The original leader of the expedition was changed to Edmund Hillary's dismay. There was a man by the name of Shipton, who Sir Edmund Hillary absolutely really appreciated his leadership skills. Well, he was changed to another gentleman named Colonel Hunt, who proved to be the right leader. Now, what if that change wasn't made? Would they have gotten the same result? We don't know, but we do know that there's a, a change. There's a consistent element of change on our journeys. And if we are not intuitive enough or open enough to notice them, we will resist it. So even in this story, Sir Edmund Hillary had resistance toward the change, but that resistance was shortly eliminated after he had an opportunity to work with Colonel Hunt. And it proved to be the right move because it obviously led to success. Flexibility is a key component as you move towards your breakthrough. I want to drive this point home because your breakthrough moment, your flashpoint moment, there will be risk. We must embrace the risk. And how do we embrace the risk? We get the right team. We seek out the right team in a structured way over a period of time. Not just haphazardly, not just casual. Jim Rhodes says casual leads to casualties. Be intentional. Seek one person to start. Reach out to us here at Flashpoint. Make an intention to find the right team. Number two, plan. Make sure you have a map of where you're going. Where are you? Where do you need to go? Make sure you create your map. Because remember, you 
will need that to get into motion, right? You need to build that certainty and the map will give you the certainty. So when the uncertain moments come, which they're gonna come, you will have the flexibility to make the adjustments to the map. And the other thing that the planning does, it gives you the vision. It gives you the, the overall picture. It gives you the vision. And I'm gonna share this with you because in one of the other sources I read, it's called The Self-Reliant Entrepreneur by John Janst. And it's a series of daily readings. And you can't make it up. You know, the things that happen, the synchronicity that happens. But he has a reading every single day. And today on May 29th, I don't know if he did this intentionally or not, but the reading, I'll just grab this with you. I'm just going to read part of this right now. Have you ever stood at the summit of a mountain observing the expansive world below? The chief benefit of making the climb and seeing the view is that we are forever changed by what we've seen and perhaps now better prepared to act profitably when we are down among the trees and day-to-day -day tasks. That's another way of saying we need global perspective in order to grasp the proper priorities to fill our days. And then here's a quick reading by René Dimol, describes in his classic Mont Analogue, what is above known, what is above knows what is below, but what is below does not know what is above. One climbs, one sees, one descends, one sees no longer, but one has seen. There is an art of conducting oneself in the lower regions by the memory of what one saw higher up. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of corollaries here, but you create the map to create the vision, right? So you can see and create certainty, but as you climb, you're going to see more and your vision will grow and you create flexibility and you open up to that flexibility and you trust yourself and your team that you can get there and you can make it happen. And your breakthrough may be right around the corner. Now let's talk about this because... Sir Edmund Hillary was not the first choice. We talked about that, the flexibility and the expedition to go to him next. And then let's talk about the summit, which may just lead directly to your breakthrough. Sir Edmund Hillary was doing what he loved. It was the joy of climbing. And here's the irony. He wasn't sure that he was gonna summit Mount Everest. He was not sure about that. He wasn't sure until he got within 50 feet of the summit. And then he knew beyond the shadow of a doubt. Uncertainty. Uncertainty. And their story goes deeper as how he cut out the Hillary step, the final, the final ascent literally had to be carved out. His boots froze. He had to thaw them out for two hours before they got back into the final ascent. The story goes on and on, lots of uncertainty. Now you need not summit Mount Everest. You need not put your life on the line, but you may be hearing this at a time where you need to discover what you love to do. You need to move forward toward your breakthrough. And maybe you're not embracing uncertainty. You're not embracing the risk. This is a call to embrace the risk. This is a call to get a team. This is a call to create your plan. And if you don't, if you don't know how to do that, hire a coach. 
we can get you a coach. I can work with you. We have coaches that can work with you to create your plan. Create more flexibility in your approach. We know that rigidity breaks. Flexibility flexes and can expand and, and can ride the uncertainty. Become more flexible in your approach and keep moving forward. And one day, you might just be 50 feet from your breakthrough and realize that it's going to happen. Because in the summit, in the quest for Mount Everest, Sir Edmund Hillary had many steps along the journey. But without the first step, the final step couldn't have happened. It was only by his ability to keep moving forward and move toward doing what he loved to do. And that's what I want for you, my friends. I want you to embrace the uncertainty of this time, and maybe it's time for you to take that risk. Maybe it's time for you to set out. Maybe it's time for you to summit your own mountain. And if you don't know, let's figure that out ASAP. The clock is ticking, and the time for action is right now. Thanks for joining me for episode number 12. If you like this and you got something out of it, write it down, make a note, put it in your memory, at least take one thing you're going to take action on or you're going to implement into your life, and also share it. Share it with another individual that you think would benefit from the content in this podcast. This is Flashpoint, the art and science of your big breakthrough. Thanks for listening to this very special podcast about the summit of Mount Everest and how it relates to you during this time as you move forward in your life towards your breakthrough. I want to welcome you to grab our free content. We have nine questions to identify and remove limiting beliefs. We also have a support structure called emergencylifecoach.com. It's where people can go if they're faced with a job loss, a breakup, a conflict, you know, relationship conflict at work, and you're looking for support. We've developed a community of support. Again, there you go with team, right? So we have a community of support to help you go through a difficult time. And then we also have free resources. We have a free coping activity. So don't sit on the sidelines. Don't try to do it yourself. We know that strong people tend to do it on their own because they're strong. They think that that's strength. But true strength happens when you reach out and true growth and magnification of your life and everything happens when you get support and you get around the right people. So I want to welcome you to grab a hold of those two things. Thanks for listening and be sure to tune in when we release episode number 13 next week.